okay, well, if you're not gonna sell me a dog, she also somehow- So wait, so did she say, I don't have a dog to sell you? Did she say, I will not sell you a dog she no said, matter what? She said, I will not sell you a dog no matter what. These are the plaintiffs, Aretha and William. Aretha says they paid the defendant a deposit for a golden doodle puppy. Then, less than 24 hours later, they called and said they had made a mistake because it wasn't a good time for them to take on the responsibilities. A few months later, when they were ready, the defendant told them she wouldn't sell them a puppy if her life depended on it. Huh? Now they have no dog and no money and are suing for the $1,000 they're owed. This is the defendant, Kelly. She says she's a master groomer and doggy daycare business that occasionally sells puppies. The plaintiffs were very nasty to her. They disputed the deposit on their credit card and lost. And now they want a puppy from her? No way. She's accused of being doggone stubborn. All parties, please do in. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, All right. Aretha and William, you're suing Kelly for $1,000, 500 of it, a puppy deposit that you place that she won't return, and another 500 for stress and duress. Okay, I like that, stress and duress. That's the first time I've seen it called that. All right, what happened? What happened was that on um, early May, we found our business. The intention was for my niece to get a puppy, and we found the business, and the price was right, so we arranged with Kelly to set up an appointment where we could see the dogs. We being yourself? My, myself, my niece, and Her my mother, girls. which is your sister-in-law? Yes, my sister-in-law, and, and also my you girls. you have twin daughters? My twin girls, okay. yes. It was like eight people that went yeah. to visit the dogs. Yeah, okay. and she brought out like 12 puppies. It was great. Oh, it's It just, was just wonderful, yes. yes. And she was very gracious to us. And my niece picked a dog. So we left that day, and uh, when we got home, of course, my, my daughters wanted a puppy, too. Well, so, yeah, they should have thought of that before you brought yeah. your daughters to a puppy. Yeah, well, it was always in the background <laughs> yeah, that we might have yeah. had it, so we might get a puppy. So we um, went back. It was late in the evening. They were almost ready to close. I um, put a $500 deposit down for a puppy for my girls. I didn't sign a contract, nor did I pick a puppy because my well, girls why did you put the money down? Because the girls could not decide on... No, that's why you didn't sign a contract to pick a puppy. Yeah. I'm asking a different question. Why did you put money down? Because she said, put the deposit down when you guys decide on... Call me tomorrow when the girls decide on which puppy they wanted. Because it was two I mean, were they going to hold those two puppies because someone was going to buy a puppy that night? Well, I mean... you know what? That's what they, we decided on that time. All right, go ahead. So the next... We went home, and my dad was living with me at the time, and he's been in and out of the hospital quite a bit. When I went home, he was looking pretty rough. I'm like, oh my gosh, what did we do? We shouldn't have probably paid pay the money down for a dog. Right. And as I said, All that right, So you decide that you want to, you want out. So you call them at what yeah, time the next morning? I, first thing. Okay, first what thing time I is called, first It was thing? less than 24 hours, around 9, 9.30. Okay. And um, she said, well, listen, no refund. Look at your receipt. I said, okay, no refund. Dispute it with your credit card company, which we did. We dispute it with the credit card company. You're not going to win that one. No, and 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 I lost. I lost. Yeah. And but what the, when I called the credit card company at one point during the whole 
uh, dispute, the credit card company says, many times you can work things out with the business owner. You know, it depends on the business owner. We have a business, we know what it's all about. So I, um, I went to the business owner or I called her, I can't remember, and I said, can we work it out where if someone has a deposit and they want a dog, um, can I get my money back? Like if I send someone to your business or if you know somebody, I was just trying to work it out. I didn't know the outcome would work out this way, but obviously that's not how they do business. Because but what did she say to you? She said that that's, it's no refund. And she said to me, you can use that $500 for a future litter when your situation improved. And it did improve. And um, on August 22nd, this was early May when we started, August 22nd, we went over there. And Kelly Jo came out and she became unhinged. She was, I mean, never in my life. I mean, she, the words that she said to us. Like what? Tell me. I mean, she, ca she called me a liar. She said, don't you guys What did she say you were lying about? She, um, she said, I read the contract and I know what the contract says. Meaning she said that you had read the contract. Yes, yes. Okay. She also said that I read a contract to my sister-in-law. That's what she said. And she said, don't you guys have pillow talk? You lost the dispute. You're a sore loser. Um, aha, she interrupted me every time I was trying to. We couldn't get anywhere with her as far as okay. working anything out. Okay, well, if you're not going to sell me a dog, she also somehow... So wait, so did she say, I don't have a dog to sell you? Did she say, I will not sell you a dog she no said, matter what? She said, I will not sell you a dog Did no she give a reason what? why she would not sell you a dog? The, I think her reason, my understanding is that at one point when I went back in her business and I said, can we use the money for a future deposit, for the, I mean, the money to... Um, you had a friend who wanted to buy a dog. No, I didn't have a friend. I said, just in case if I know somebody... Who might well, want to buy a dog. send somebody to and your business. And she objected to that. She objected why, to why is that objectionable? Okay, first of all, because, Your Honor, I'm in this whelping box from the time these puppies are born. I am not going to have somebody flip one of my dogs. You're not going to pay, just because you lost the $500 dispute with her credit card, you're not going to pay the difference and flip my dog. My dogs are microchipped. They're on, they have a health certificate. But what if she brought that person to you and you liked the person and they were perfectly fit? That, then she could have did that, but that's right, but not she, what... But, but what she's saying is that when she suggested it as an alternative, so nobody would lose money, that you immediately said, no, you're not no, going to no, flip no, my dog. But you, she... make, you make it flip sound like, like she's going to make a business out of uh, buying low and selling dogs. high when yeah. that's not really what she was saying. In our contract, it says no refunds, but we will put the deposit onto a future litter because she had kids involved. When they came on that Saturday, I was there, and it was so fun. We brought all the puppies up. There was all these kids sitting on the floor. I want this one. I want this one. They could not decide. And as there was, a mother, I, I just have to say, you this is a recipe for disaster. Right. Unless like, you know you're buying like, a dog. You know? They were like <laughs> freaked out, like, that one peed. Oh, no, that one peed. So you're constantly Oh, apparently picking, the dog can't pee? Right. So um, her relative... Um, picked out a puppy and it was for her daughter for college, a college gift. And it was so exciting there because they were all black with a little bit of white. So you, it was hard to tell them apart. So we put a collar and she's like, what kind of dogs are these? Um, golden doodles. Okay. And so, um, anyways, Great. she didn't understand our two page contract. Who didn't? Her relative that purchased one. There was a language barrier. So Hold on one second. Let her finish her sentence, and then I'll get back to you. Go ahead. So Aretha read the whole contract and pointed out... Because the person didn't speak English? Is that what you're saying? Um, 
she didn't speak it. Or she couldn't read English? I don't think so. Because it was read to her by Aretha? Yes, that okay. is correct. Okay, who is the person? My working? sister-in-law has a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. She can read and she, write perfectly. That she got in America in English? Like yes. she American got in America. English. But people is this your sister? Who is it? Who my sister-in-law. Okay, my married niece. to yeah. your... Yeah, she... Married to, married to my brother. brother. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, but in any event. All right, yeah. so go on. Okay, so the plaintiff read the whole contract, two pages. Did the plaintiff sign a contract, by the way? No. Oh. Okay. Um, we have a picture of the contract that we drew up for her and stapled. So, but she didn't sign anything? No, she didn't. Okay. And there was just things when I came forward and um, tried to, I tried to smooth it over. Smooth and what over? What did they say? Like, she just kind of got hostile, like, I want my money. Okay, but hold on. Somebody at some point tells her, no, you can't buy the dog if you're gonna flip it. Who does that? You or Alicia? I do. You do. I do, okay, so, all right. So go ahead, talk to okay. me about that. So I take it very serious um, in my breeding and I told her, no, you're not going to buy a dog, pay, finish paying it off and resell it to- Well, why didn't you just suggest to her, well, if you bring me the person and I approve of them, then that's fine. Why didn't you do that? She didn't bring that- No, why didn't you bring that up? Instead of saying, no, I don't flip dogs. Did you ever say to her, well, that'll be fine, but I have to approve of your friend. Yes no, or no? No, I didn't. Right, because if you don't say that, you get to keep an, a, a bonus 500. Now, you and your husband show up that day, yeah. and what happens? Um, pretty much, they both were there. Actually, I have a video of what happens, right? Yeah. yeah. Because at some point, somebody whips out their yeah, telephone. Yeah, she started to videotape us first, so we started videotaping her. Well, yeah, that's true. Do you have a video? Because I didn't see a video. No, okay. I didn't. Yeah. That's fine. She's All right, hold on one second. And you said that you will not sell me a dog. That's my place. And the deposit that I put down, which is not refundable, we all were clear on that. You have, you sold the dogs that we wanted. You sold them. Our black sold for a thousand. Yeah. So um, you sold them for a thousand dollars, and now you're saying that you won't sell me a dog, and you have my five hundred dollars. Yeah. And you call me a sore loser, so it's hook, rook, and crook. Yeah. And you call my wife a sore it's loser. It's not a good business. It's practice. not. It's not it's good not business. Good business. Not good uh, one good thing is the dogs don't have your DNA okay. because your DNA is not suitable to run a dog business. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah. go put that on the media. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. Uh, let me ask you a question. You had made some comment earlier about, I wish I had done some investigation. What do you mean yeah. by that? Yeah. When I was starting to Google, Google her, the first thing that popped up was a Facebook page group. They were victims. There were people that had been in similar situations as us. There were people that were sold sick dogs to that somehow she didn't even try to compensate or help the new owners with their sick puppies. There were also contractors or people that had worked with her that she just never paid or finished or followed through with payment. There was also on the Facebook page, the Facebook page started mostly because about two or three years ago, a dog died in her care and she lied to the, to the owner about how the dog died. And she was even on our local news. The, okay. uh, the she submitted owners. into evidence some uh, newspaper articles about that. Yeah. And um, I, I kind of want to ask you about it because the accusation was that the dog had been mauled by seven dogs and it was horrible. You took it to the vet and um, the dog was cremated and you told the owners that the dog had had a seizure and you had taken it upon yourself to cremate the dog which is a lie, that's not how it happened. You admitted that's not how it happened. And you, what was your reason for lying to the, to the dog owners? 
Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So, um, if the credit card company makes a decision on whether a debt is valid or not, can the person who loses that decision then go to court? Can the judge reverse the credit card company? Absolutely. You don't have to like let a credit card company run over you. I said that funny. You don't have to let a credit card company run over you. Absolutely. You said it right second time. What do you say? <laughs> I agree with him. So the, so the judge is not bound by what the credit card company does? Absolutely not. So um, clean slate, you go into court, the judge doesn't even have to consider it. No, he doesn't no, have, have to consider it. No, they have to consider it. <laughs> they have to, they absolutely lawyer? Is he a lawyer? <laughs> What's going on here? Going inside the courtroom. Uh, a soft wheat interior attacked um, a golden doodle named Molly. It was one bite in her trachea. The and report will say that. Say it again? The animal control report says that, that it was only one bite. I don't her. care how many bites it is. Why did you lie? That my question is not about, you know, how, how dainty one dog was when it was killing another dog. My question is why did, would you lie to the home? Okay, to I, the dog I felt to me I did not lie because the vet did had did the surgery, she said that she probably died of like a stroke or a Except seizure. for that the vet, what happens is that those dog owners go to the vet and the vet tells them, what are you talking about? Dog didn't die of a seizure, the dog died of an attack. And it looks like what you're doing is protecting your own hiney, you see, because you don't want to get sued. That's how this looks. It doesn't look like you were being kind and didn't want them to suffer. It looks like you didn't want to get sued, you understand? Which means that you were willing to lie to them in order to not get sued and not lose a lawsuit, which concerns me because I have to decide if you're lying to me when you talk about how she read the complete contract and she knows what you demand and all this other stuff. Now, my next question to you is, why would it matter if she read a contract to someone else, which she claims she didn't, but why would it matter? If she didn't sign it, this whole thing about you can't secondary sale, it's all in your contract, you say, but you don't even have a signed contract with her. You have a $500 deposit that she puts down no signed contract, and then an unwillingness on your part to sell her a dog. Why? Because you have a hint that she's going to flip it. You don't even have a right to tell her you can't flip it because she didn't sign a contract that said, I won't be flipping. It's property. I know we all love our dogs, but in court, you all know it's property, right? So you have this contingency on what she can do with her property that she never agreed to. And the only thing you can hang your hat on is she knows she read somebody else's contract. That's not going to so if you're not going to give them a dog, you have to return their money. Now, you don't get stress and duress, although I do like it because it rhymes. I'm going to use it in my freestyle rapping. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, there's no stress yeah, and duress. I, this is a contracts case. Yeah. And what you get is the, your damages for breach of contract, okay. which are the $500. I'm ruling in favor of the plaintiff and the amount of the $500. Thank you. Well, after a legal dispute, the plaintiffs are going to get that $500 back. You can't be surprised, can you? Yes, I am. Why? Because they don't deserve it. It was a deposit. And I understand that, but so they... you either get a dog or the deposit back, one or the other, right? Okay, well, we have a non-refundable deposit. That's fine, but then you give them a dog. Okay, well, they're not going to get one of my dogs. You see what happens when you come to court? You yep. lose. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Very interesting. I don't think she understands. Wow. You finally won. Amen. You, should, you lost against credit card, but this one you won. Feel better? Yes, I do feel better. And she shouldn't be in business. She's ripped off a lot of people. And she. I'm glad of the verdict. I'm happy. Yeah, I think she's learned a lesson here. A hard uh, way. It's hard. 
And then there are other places to get golden doodles. Yes, you know? we we did promise the dogs to the girls, and we have to fulfill it. So we will follow through and give them luck. a dog. They make great pets. Very happy yes. with the verdict. And and don't be overcome by evil. Overcome evil with good. good That's all I got to say. Okay, good enough. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Okay. Hope us. you got a nice pup. Harvey? I mean, look, they are right. The judge is never bound by what a credit card company says, even if it's a police officer who writes a ticket, the judge is not bound to follow what the police officer did. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Jeffrey Farrell. He says he hired the defendant to board up his windows for an impending hurricane and gave him a $40 deposit. The hurricane was getting closer and closer. The defendant told him he wasn't going to be able to do the job because he was going to higher ground. And he hasn't returned his money. He feels like he was taken advantage of. This case is about principle. And he's here suing for the return of his 40 bucks. This is the defendant, James Barber II. He says the plaintiff kept putting the work off because the hurricane kept changing direction and no one wants to board up a house if the hurricane never comes. He tried to complete the work for the plaintiff. He turned down other jobs and ended up losing money because the plaintiff kept putting him off. Oh, I'm a refund? No way. He's accused of blowing off a customer. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to board up his windows for an impending hurricane. The guy didn't do the job and kept the $40 yeah, deposit. The defendant says the plaintiff kept putting the boarding off so tough. It's the case of the answer is blowing in the wind. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Mr. Farrell, uh, Mr. Barber, what town are you from in, in Florida? Deltona. Daytona? No, Deltona. Deltona. Yes. What's that close to? Daytona Beach, okay. in between Daytona <laughs> Beach and Orlando. All right, how far north of Miami are you? Probably about three and a half, four three hours. And a half. All right, so Dorian, you will be my first Dorian case. Um, waiting for Dorian, newscast after newscast after newscast. It was like getting stalked by a turtle. <laughs> Sitting around, waiting to see what the path of Dorian was gonna be. And despite the fact, and, and, and as is true all the time with hurricanes, you never know what turn it's going to take. Correct. It's just a little surprise. And so, but despite the fact that the thing was, you know, looking to go further north and to stay in the water, uh, the, the weather people were like little puppies wetting themselves with excitement, making you go nuts. And, and people are at Home Depot going nuts. And people are at Publix, our grocery store in Florida, going nuts. And cannibalism is about to break out. And meanwhile, the sky couldn't have been bluer, right? Wasn't the sky the most amazing shade of blue? Wouldn't even rain. We barely got rain. Did you guys end up getting rain? Very little. Barely got rain. All right, but anyway, but of course you have to prepare. So, so then you call him and you tell him, I just, I was looking for someone to assist, help get the materials, the boards, put the boards up on the windows, and after the storm had left, take the boards down. Literally plywood boards. Pretty much. Literally. Correct. All right, so you were in the market to find somebody to help you board. Correct. And um, not to make, you know, listen, I am a capitalist, so I understand, 
But this is the moment where, you know, yay, this is the time to make some money. And I don't blame you. Everybody's entitled to make money. So I imagine that you were inundated with calls. Yes, ma'am. And how did you advertise your services to be someone who knows how to do that? I mean. Actually, in his case, I seen where he had posted an ad on Craigslist looking oh, okay. for somebody to do it. So I All answered right. his ad. Have you ever done it before? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you answered his ad. And what was the, with the agreed upon rate? I spoke with him on the phone. We, he gave me a quote over the phone. He came out in person and we did like a little agreement. And then I gave him a deposit of $40 and a receipt. So he has a copy of that. And then I asked him when he would be back to do the work. And he said about hour and a half, two hours later. And just before that time, I was texting to confirm that. And then to find out that his business partner was on another job. So it was gonna be about three, four hours. And then through the whole course of the day, through texting, it was getting later and later and later. My nerves and anxiousness was rising. So at one point, it's kind of like it's getting too late. His business partner was off the other job. It was too late to start the board. And yes. Says, but the next morning, we agreed at 7.30. I texted him at 7.01 to confirm his arrival. Nowhere did I get a text or a call confirming that he Okay, he was but what's the net not. net of all this? He ends up not putting up your boards. Correct. And you say he did that because he was chasing the bigger business in, or in Orlando. He had a tree job in Orlando. Okay. And you say he's the one who bailed. Tell me your version of this. Because he's watching the weather people. We'd agreed on the $40 deposit and I was supposed to come back. My other business partner, he was on the job and I wasn't able to get to Chuck to do the, to do the job. So I called and I let him know. We talked to him. He said, that's fine. And we'd reschedule it for the next day. Then I got a phone call from him saying that he wants to hold off because of the storm changing direction and it's stalling. So if somebody really, really screws you over and it's for 40 bucks, would you sue for 40 bucks, take the time, go to court, the whole thing, or write it off? Oh, I would absolutely sue. I think that it's it's way more the principle of the matter of uh, right. of like just letting them know that they can't take advantage of you like that. What do you say? I agree. I think you shouldn't let people take advantage of you. And $40, no matter how much, if they wronged you, it's your money. But you could end up losing, right, for winning. I mean, because then you're at the time and everything else. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think it's it's more of the, the justice behind it, the fact that totally. you, you, you won. Would you do it for 10 bucks? 10 bucks. If they really wronged me, yeah. if they really, really wronged That's me, I'd go after I'd go after a quarter. I am not going to cross you, dude. <laughs> wow, going inside the courtroom. And how are you guys communicating, by text? Text and telephone. Okay. Do you have the text? That no, ma'am. I had changed my Do phone. Do you have the text? I have text messages. Okay. Can I see them inside the phone? Not. Uh, you might have helpfully printed them out, but I, I really want to see the whole thing. I like to see it inside the phone, so there's no question that everything I want to see uh, is in context. Gracias. Okay. So he's texting you that afternoon. He says, "I'm nervous. I'm also bored. <laughs> Please. When are you guys getting here?" You find out that your business partner, you know, whoever's putting up boards with you, has some side job and isn't available, so you don't have the truck. I hope you guys are on your way. And then you say, I know, I know you don't want to hear this, but worst case, I'll be there 6.30 a.m. Storm won't even be here till Tuesday evening. Oh, my gosh. It took longer to text each other than it would have to put up the boards. <laughs> what, did you not have a truck? I guess that's the reason. Huh. All right. So 7.01 a.m. on the morning in question. Yes. Good morning. I just woke up. You and your partner will be here at 730, correct? And then at like maybe 15 minutes after that, he answers the guy I work with as I something we're going to just bring the material or money back to you. You say I'll take the money back. Okay. 
So you guys bailed on him. It's not him bailing on you. So why are you texting the man you're going to return his money and then not? Most people wouldn't chase you for it. That's why. But it's not right. It was just a meeting up with him issue. One now. Was it? Because I see it's a I'm ignoring him issue because the guy's texting you over and over and you're not answering. Okay. So I think you just figured he wouldn't pay 150 to chase you. Surprise! <laughs> because now not only are you going to pay him the $40, you're also going to pay him his court costs. That's how it rolls. Yes, Good luck, folks. Thank you, Your Honor. So, fighting for principle, the plaintiff prevails. Mr. Barber, this did not make you look very good. You understand that, don't yes, you? Yes, sir. Yes, yes I do. Well, so. I hope you learned something from this. Cost you more money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure very do. good. Thank you very much. All right, All right Mr. Farrell, congratulations. You, you did what a lot of people don't do, you know? Absolutely. It was about principle, not about the money. I just don't want to see anyone else get taken advantage of like I was. Good for you. Thank Congratulations. You. Pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Uh, just real quick, Doug, the judge mentioned court costs. The winner almost always recovers court costs. It's just an automatic thing. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Michelle Saptari. She says her car was illegally towed from a parking lot by the defendant, and he also damaged her car in the process. That's right, her car is an all-wheel drive car. The defendant didn't bother to flatbed it. Now she's suing for the $4,000 she's most definitely due. This is the defendant, Brian Sheehan. He says the plaintiff's kids parked the car in one lot and went across the street to another business, so he towed it. The bratty son of the plaintiff even spat at his driver and on the truck. Bottom line, the plaintiff never mentioned any damage to her car when she retrieved it. The car was towed on dollies, and he owes this desperate woman nothing. He's accused of snatching an auto. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant illegally towed and then damaged her car by not flatbedding it. But the defendant says the tow was illegal and the plaintiff's kid spat on his truck. It's the case of Hello, Dolly. Thank you, Douglas. Michelle Satari? Yes. You're suing B&M Electronic Diagnostic Repair Services. You're the tow company, right? Yes. Okay. For $4,000 in damages because they towed your car. Now, you were not driving the car that day. No. Is this your daughter? This is my daughter. And the platoon behind her is you? <laughs> yeah, only. All your reinforcements? That's my son, Dominic. He was driving. Okay. My brother. Okay. So, well, why'd they pick her to speak instead of you? They trust her more. Apparently. That's <laughs> I'm a people I'm person. That's my point exactly. I'd, I'd be a little disturbed. Right? <laughs> so, the four of you were in the car? Is that accurate, or is anybody here just yeah. filler? All right. So what happened that day? So basically, me, my two best friends, and my brother and I, and his girlfriend, but she's not here today, obviously. We went to the beach. We went to Rockaway Beach. Um, we picked up Juliet. We had the texts at 11.30. It takes an hour to get there. We also have a picture of us, our car, going over the bridge, right? We have an easy, easy pass. pass receipt showing what time we were over the bridge. So we get to the beach. We go to Key Food first. It's on a Saturday. Let me just say that it's packed. It is so busy. So we get our sandwiches, whatever Did we're you getting. Did wear sunscreen? Actually didn't. Okay. <laughs> go to the beach. <laughs> so we're in key food for honestly like a hot minute. We're in key food. Key food, yes, in is the shopping before center. before or after you went to the beach? This is before we went to the beach. Okay. We didn't even get to go to the beach. Oh, okay. Because, so I'll get to that. 
So um, we're in key food. We're ordering sandwiches. We have to wait for that. It's just taking a long time, right? So my brother's girlfriend tries to find a bathroom. Still in the shopping center. It's a whole, it's a big shopping center. Still in there. She went to at like Dunkin' Donuts or one of the stores, Popeyes. One of the, it's on a long strip. So we get out. We have all of our groceries. We have the ice for the coolers. The car is gone. We're like, was it stolen? Do you have the receipt from the thing? Yep, you we have the receipt from Key Food. Yep, and also Key Food when we were stranded in Rockaway with no car and no money because we bought all the food. Um, sorry, I'm like so nervous right now. That's all right, you're doing fine. <laughs> um, I'm so nervous, it's okay. So, when you were stranded in Rockaway with no car and no food, you had lots of food. Oh, <laughs> sorry, no car and no money, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were stranded in Rockaway, no car, no money. I was like, literally, where could the car have gone? Because What we did were, you buy? What did we buy? We bought ice, we bought sandwiches, we bought like chips, we bought dips, we bought, um, I, what? Gatorade. Gatorade, we bought like, oh, salt and vinegar chips. I remember we bought salt and vinegar <laughs> chips. We bought um, Tostitos, lime chips as well. Um, and some salsa, some dips, we bought a lot of stuff. And Key Food all had to hold that for us because we had no car. So what time were you at Key Food? Um, obviously it was after 11.30 because it took like the hour what or so to get there. What time were you at Key Food? Um, Mom, I have the don't, easy don't answer and do not say a word. Okay. What time were you at Key Food? I would say at 12 something. I'm sorry, it, it was kind of a while ago too, but. Okay, let me the, see the tow paperwork, please. So you come out and your first call is to who, mom? My mom. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, uh, yeah, your car's kind of not here. <laughs> oh, and it's her car? It, it, yeah, my that's car. why, too, because it, it was like my mom's car, not even like mine or my brother's, so it was like even more scary. Yeah. And um, so then I called the police. I called the police about three times. So unhelpful. Like, literally so unhelpful. I called, they're like, oh, I like, call 311, or they're going to be there in 30 minutes, and we were waiting and waiting and waiting. How long were you waiting? Honestly, like an hour at least, okay. even more. And then after we were an hour, what happens? The police arrive or the tow after company? After an hour, so we're kind of like walking around the shopping center. And there's like these little signs everywhere kind of saying like, oh, like if your car is towed, like this is basically where you can get it. Like this is what happens, yeah. right? So we call two Ubers because the first Uber can only fit one person. So then I go and it says on the sign, you have to pay a fee to get your car back. Even though it was illegally towed, what else am I gonna do? So my brother gives me the money. I go to this place and um, I'm, I see the car. Had, had you called them? Mm. I mean, why wouldn't you just call them to see if they have your car? Um, Doesn't that sound like? Yeah. I think we did. I'm yeah, pretty sure we did. did. Also, I'm like 17. I had no idea what to How do. How old are you? 17. I didn't know what 311 was. I didn't know <laughs> what to I literally had no okay. idea. So in any event, you do. end up, you are the one who ends I'm up. I'm the one who ends up going to this place first. Right, but they're not going to release the car to you because exactly. you're it's 17 not and it's, it's not, not in your name. Yeah, right? it's not mine. So, so, but my mom is on her way in my car. And that's an hour away. Yes. Right. So yeah. you get there, mom, and what happens? Where do you go? You go to the tow company because yes. your daughter says, I see the car. Right. Okay. And they, so you go to the tow company and what happens? They told me that I had to pay $195. Was there a little office there? Uh, like a, a, a little glass, office. And there was a person there who I guess two was a dispatcher. I saw a woman people. and I saw a and gentleman. And then you tell them, um, okay, I need to get my car, but why did you tow? Do you get involved and say why? Uh, yeah, I asked them. They said they, they went to the beach when I called up to verify they my said, car was there. We saw with our own eyes that you went to the beach. With what proof? How far is this from the beach? One block. Eight minutes. Are you the one who did the actual tow? Yes. Are you the owner? Yes. How far was this from the beach? Uh, where the car was towed from, about a block or two. 
not far at all. Is this a problem over there? Yes. Every, People just park there and then go to the, the beach? The entire summer. Is there no any park parking at the beach? No. What you? time was this called into you? It was About called into you by your spotter, right? No, it was called into a property management. All right, do you have an affidavit from property management? An to affidavit? To prove to me that they called you? No. Don't you normally? No. I have the person's name who called. And he called you and said what? Those meddling kids, they parked on my lawn. <laughs> no, they just said, he didn't say any of that. He, he gave the description of the car, the plate number of the car. And he said kids and he parked said they there walked and off went to the, the beach. property. Okay. Um, and according to you, the son got hostile and spit in your face? He spit on the truck. Oh, spit on As the I truck. As I was driving away. They... Come on up, son. <laughs> it's your time to shine. So if the tow truck company did what the property owner said, but the property owner is wrong, is the tow truck company responsible to the car owner? Uh, I think the property owner is in the error here because they made Clearly. No, no, clearly. But is the tow truck company responsible? Um, I'm not sure about that. What do you say? No. Because? It's the property manager's responsibility. Maybe so, but the car was towed illegally. It was, it was towed legally because of the property owner. It was his fault originally. But it was, it was illegal because the person was there. The person was there, but it's not on the tow truck company. It's not their fault. They were doing the service that they were asked to provide. Okay. Going inside the courtroom. What's your name? Dominic. Did you spit on the truck? I don't recall. Oh, <laughs> not no. I don't recall. Okay, that's a lie because you're under oath and you shouldn't lie to me. You'd recall if you spit on the truck. I'm going to ask you again. Did you spit on the truck? No. Sit down, Dominic. <laughs> All right. Um, your, the call comes in at 1.23, and your tow is at what time? No, the call was towed at 1.15. That's not what you wrote here. It's in military time. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, yeah, I know what military time is. I need you to come over here, and I need you to tell me what numbers I'm looking at. This says time called in, and this is a 1, a 2, and a 3. What time is that? 12.30. Just so that yeah. I know it a little bit. All right. Yeah, you need to be neater, because it's always it always comes down to this. We've been but complaining I, about that. Yeah. No, it's not a small issue. If you can't write clearly, for the police and the judges and everybody else to see it later if it, everything hits the fan, you can't keep that job. So, <laughs> 1315 the tow, 1230 the time called in. Let's see the time on the key food receipt. Yeah, 122. 122 is after the tow. So really what this all boils down to is whether in fact you got a call at 12.30 for this car. So now let's see what you're suing for, because you're not suing for the cost of the tow alone. You're suing for $1,103 to repair the front and rear bumper, $2,000 for the repair of a differential, and then $792 for pain and suffering to bring you to around 4000 because <laughs> you like that figure. Uh, explain Honor. that to me, Mom. This is uh, your arena now. Well, I just want to say I have um, my statements from EasyPass to show when my car went over yeah, the Cross Bay that. Bridge. Let me see that. And I have my tag num my tag with me as well. Okay. Where is this toll? Cross Bay Bridge. That would make it very hard for you to get a call at 12:30 telling you to tow the car when the toll uh, uh, EasyPass registers the toll at 12:29 and five seconds. 
Let me ask you a question. Uh, why are you suing for the repair of the front and the rear bumper, repair of the differential? What's that about? Um, when I checked my car the following day, I noticed that my bumper had scratches on it. It's a new bumper. I had it replaced in April. And I have pictures. What evidence do you have that they did the scratches as opposed to that your car is in parking lots and someone else could have? Well, it's because the way they towed my car, um, when I picked it up, it was facing forward, so it was backed up. So they had the front with the back wheels, the front was up, and the back wheels were on the ground, and wait, that's how... Wait, wait, stop. When you got there, your car was already parked, right? Right. So you are supposing how they towed your car, correct? Right. Your car is all-wheel drive? Yes. Okay. How did you tow her car? With dolly wheels. Dolly. Okay. So, you, well, you, but you make a face, you're like, <laughs> bad chance. How do you know how he towed your car? You have no I know, evidence I don't know. It. Right. Right. Okay, do you have uh, any mechanic, body man, anybody who says that they did the damage? Can you specifically show me that? No. Right, and that's what I need. I can't have you saying, I hate them, they caused this damage. I need you to actually prove it, you see? So I have here a situation where the young'uns are all testifying that they didn't get there until around 12.30. I have you saying you towed it at 1.15. Um, I have a receipt for sandwiches and stuff that's at 122. Um, this isn't my first rodeo. I know people realize their car gets towed and they run in and they buy something. But typically, that something is like a piece of gum or a, a bottle of water. Mm -hmm. It's not this, you know, they're 17-year-old kids. They don't have the money to buy sandwiches twice. Um, they didn't buy sandwiches and then go to the beach because they're buying sandwiches at 122, which would be after he purportedly towed them. Um, and I have something very disturbing, which is the easy pass at 12, 29, and 5 seconds. How far is that toll from the lot? Eight minutes. Yeah. Mm. That would no. make oh, that call at 12.30 very minutes. difficult. It's 10 minutes to the lot. Away. I don't care if it's two blocks no. away, it's still impossible. It's, yeah. It's still impossible. If it's two blocks away, it's impossible. So based on that, I, I, I'm ordering the $195 returned to you, but you have not been able to prove to me that they did all this damage to your car. I don't believe that they did, and I'm ruling in their favor as to the rest of it. But as for your lawsuit against them, the $195 plus your um, filing fees. Good Thank luck, you. folks. Thank you. So the judge orders Mr. Sheehan, the tow company, to give back the $195. What do you think? I don't understand why, because we proved that the car, we did not, we're not sitting there to tow the car. So we got a phone call to tow the car. Anybody it's, could be off on time. It's the, the time issues. Exactly. The, the I understand big, that. Big issue here. I understand. What time does your yeah. watch say? You know? Better luck next time. Well, next time I'll be more prepared for that. that. That's good. Okay. <laughs> that's I always win. Well, not today. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, look, you got the tow money back. I did. Yeah, I'm but happy. but you you couldn't prove the damages to the car. Though. It's okay. You know what? I'm happy. It's over, and you know the judge was very fair. All right. Well, Thank congratulations. You. you did you very well, by the way. Okay, <laughs> good for you. Shaking. You're shaking. <laughs> yeah, I'm like freaking out. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much. You. All right. Have good luck. Day. All right, Harvey. Okay, Doug. I mean, look, the tow truck company clearly can turn around and sue the property owner because the tow truck company did exactly what the property owner said and it's ultimately, ultimately on the property owner.